It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you on a fiery Wednesday. I'll call it that. I don't know why I'm calling it that. It's really a smoky Wednesday. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Well, it's due to a fire, so you can call it a fire Wednesday. It's fiery and smoky. Uh, Gio said something at the end of the program. You were not uh, here. Uh, Eddie wasn't here either, but I feel like I could answer for both of you guys. He was talking about uh, he was talking about being a quote-unquote everyday man. Okay. And then Boomer said that after he had said that in the in the break, that he also said he needed to be out of the house at a certain time because the cleaning ladies were coming over. <laughs> So Gio said, uh, Boomer wanted to know, can you be an everyday man and have cleaning ladies? Gio goes, well, everyone's got a cleaning lady. Al, you're no, a cleaning don't. lady. I said, no, I don't. Eddie doesn't. You don't, right? No. My wife's a lunatic with cleaning the house. We don't need a cleaning lady. Yeah. I also feel like I would be very... Judgmental? Yeah, as to how well they clean I don't. Or not I clean. don't. My mom, so my mom, when my mom got a little older and started having health problems, she hired a... Um, a cleaning person, probably, I would say about 10 to 12 years ago. Yeah. When her back really started to kick in and just doing day-to-day things was, was problematic. She probably hired and fired three of them. Because not that it was that expensive, but you'd come home after they supposedly cleaned the house and you'd find dust and spots that they were supposed to clean. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything wrong with being judgmental. Like, that's what you're paying them for. And I think a lot of people are and should be. Yeah, I would feel very strange uh, about it because I don't think it'd be clean to my standards. And it also feels a little weird to have someone clean your mess. Yes. And there's two things there. One, you well, why you would do this, I don't know, but people do. You would trust them with the key and let them go in and do their job when you're not home. Right. I'm not comfortable with that. Or two, you sit there and watch them, and that feels awkwardly terrible. Correct. <laughs> Neither... Neither of those work. One, no. you're letting someone in your house when you're not there. Very strange. Yes. Two, sitting there watching TV while someone cleans your house. Yeah. And yeah. scrubs your toilet where you know you're doing poops. Yeah, no good. That's disgusting. Yeah, I know it is. I'll tell you what, though. The people that live next to me, or at least in my development, I should say, um, they're older folks and beautiful house. They have a cleaning company. And they don't do the cleaning anymore. They've hired people to do it. Very successful. Hmm. So they're just the owners of the company. They're the they're owners not of the, the company. Cleaners. You know what the well, you know what the wife does? Who she's still capable of doing this? I believe she also has a washing, a clothes washing business as well. Is that I right? see people show up with these you know uh, baskets full of clothes, and then you'll see them the next day go out all folded and everything. A wash and fold. It's a wash and fold, and they're also a cleaning company, a house cleaning company. Hmm. There's a lot of different ways you can make money if you just think about it. Yeah. I think I would let somebody 
clean the inside of my car, like detail my car. I sure. think I would pay for that service. Yeah, why not? Because that seems more reasonable. Yeah, it's a, and it's a, I think it's a good thing to do, like, once a year. Yeah, I definitely need it. So do I. My car is a mess, and it's funny, like... I I had uh, driven in Eddie's car a couple times, but yeah. he was nice enough to drive me to work on a day when my car had was in the shop or yes. something. And I remember getting in his car, going, "Oh my god, it's got so much dog hair." But, How's that working out for you now? Yeah, now that's my car. Yes, I have the exact yeah situation Eddie has. You and the and the dog doesn't have to be in the car every day. No, no, no. My dog's not in the car every day at all. Just once in a while. And the hair's in the air. Everywhere. And it just sticks. <laughs> it's on the dashboards. Yeah. It gets it's, in the it's rug. Everywhere. No doubt. Not only does it get in the rug, but when you try to go to one of those places with the vacuum cleaners, yeah. it does not suck it up off the rug. Understood. Understood. It gets dirt very nicely. Yeah. And it pennies. Gets pennies, dirt, and my uh, sunflower seeds that fall on the ground. Understood, too. Yes. That it gets. I used to, speaking of sunflower seeds, I used to... Every fall, like when summer would end, I would do that deep cleaning with the car because baseball season was over. And then like five, six years ago, we started playing baseball in the fall as well. There's never a time that my car doesn't have golf clubs or baseball equipment in it. Cleats, clay, sunflower seeds, bazooka gum wrappers. It's insane. I know. I want to get it done, but then I know if I got my car detailed, I would not want to get the dog in it. Right. And then what am I going to do? Well, you know when you dog? get it detailed? The next time you take the dog to the vet for her checkup and she checks out, all good, at that point, get it detailed because, you know, she shouldn't be in it until the next time you have to take her to the yeah, vet. Yeah, you know, but I, I take her to Gina's on the weekends. Oh, forget it then. So, yeah. Why don't you walk her over there? Too far. Too far. Okay. Why don't you get on a bike and let her jog? Let her, or I could strap her to my back and get on a bike and okay, drive that would look a, weird. a 65-pound greyhound on my back. That would look strange. That would look strange. Uh, what else did we talk about today? Oh, this I was wondering about lunch meat. We were talking about. Yeah, uh, we were trying to rank uh, on the, during the program. Like, what was the, what is the most popular lunch meat for? Just in general, it's just that like if you were to go to somebody who works the deli at Acme or something, and you were well, I go say, to Dearborn, you go to Dearborn and go, what is the most popular? Give me uh, the top five deli meats that are ordered. I thought turkey... Are we going to add cheeses to that, too? No, no just cheeses, just meat. So that would be the boar's head oven gold turkey. That's what I said was number one. I think it would be tied with the boar's head uh, ham. Okay. Just going there every week like I do, I hear those nonstop. Boar's and, head ham, oven yes, gold turkey. and you also see them wrapped, unwrapped, wrapped, unwrapped as you're sitting there watching it. After that, I'm going to go... That's an interesting one, because my first thought would be the Everroast chicken. Over, but I feel like I'm the only one that ever gets that, so I'm not going to say that. What about roast beef? I'm going to say roast beef. And bologna, the narrow bologna, is still very popular. So those top four, what would be a fifth? Salami? Yeah, probably. I mean, what else would there be? Not prosciutto, no. It's got to be salami. Prosciutto is nice, though, but that's expensive because it's an Italian imported. Wait, it's all expensive. You know how much, how much boar's head turkey is a pound right now? I do not. $16. Damn. $16 a pound. And we still buy it. I did not like a lot of lunch meat growing up. Like, I liked uh, roast beef, but not when it was super rare. Like, yeah, sometimes you'd hit that rare part. Yeah. That nice. wasn't any good. 
all the lunch meat when I was growing up, I don't know if it was the cheapo brand my parents were getting, it was always slimy. Were you getting Thumans? I don't know. We probably got ShopRite brand, whatever okay. ShopRite brand was. Yeah. But it always seemed slimy to me. Yeah, that's never good. And ham that... always still seems slimy to me. Mm, not, not, I don't find that. Not, I mean, again, we only get boar's head. Now, it depends on where you get it. I will tell you that. There was a place that's now out of business, rightly so, used to get, and it could be boar's head. I think they were buying the boar's head uh, meats that were kind of on the way out, mm -hmm. but they were within the right date, and they would sell it for cheaper. But within a couple of days, it wasn't good. Yeah. The boar's head we get at Dearborn is good for a week. No problem. Right. After you get past the week, it gets a little, little much. I was a very picky eater growing up, and for some reason, my father was locked in on that I should like ham. Okay. I don't know why this was ham sandwich. Something he thought I needed to like. Yeah. So every once in a while, <clears throat> he would require me to try a piece of ham. Okay. When I say a piece of ham, Jerry, I mean the tiniest piece of ham that would probably fit on your fingertip. And you wouldn't eat it. I would put it in my mouth and gag. I like ham. Yeah. You still don't, do you? No. I was scarred as a child. I remember one time he had me try to do it. I, w I was at my aunt uh, Madeline and Uncle Mike's house. And for some reason, why at a fam family gathering at someone else's house did he think now would be a good time for Al to try ham? <laughs> but I just... And then he... I think I recall him thinking it was... I was making a ridiculous... Um, a show of it? Reaction to the ham. You punished? I don't think I got punished. But he wasn't just, happy with you. He wasn't happy with me. And I was like, why? I don't know. I don't didn't understand why I needed to eat ham. Right. I think it was like peanut butter and jelly, ham, and bologna. Those sandwiches, the all-American sandwiches growing up. Yeah. Making uh, kids, well, not the ham, but the peanut butter and jelly and the bologna making kids fatter by the day. <laughs> did you fry your bolognese? No. See, we no. did fried bologna. Never. No, for, it was the, and we were the narrow. I didn't like the the bigger what does that mean, the narrow bologna? The like the log one. is smaller? Yeah. yeah, much thinner. A thinner As log. As opposed to the thick one that looks like a human thigh. <laughs> yeah. The narrow one that looks like your thigh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. So you would, uh, would you, or you want to, like, you know how you go to a deli nowadays and you, some of these places and you'll order a sandwich and they pile the meat so high it's stupid. And you can't even get your mouth around it. Yeah, when you were... When you were making sandwiches at home, you weren't doing that. No. Because you had to share the, the meat. It's stupid. It is stupid. Why do they still do that? I think, here's my theory on this. I think the meats are very expensive, and there is a, there's a death date on them to where you can't use them. So by stacking them, you use the meat, you, charge a, you can charge a good price because you're giving them so much more, and you're also taking the stress and the burden of making sure you sell it before it expires off the table. That's why I think you do that. Like there's that place in Edison, New Jersey, Harold's Deli. That place is insane. They make gigantic sandwiches. Yeah. And I don't and they'll even then they'll come by and give you a loaf of rye bread with it. Yeah. To oh, make more sandwiches. Well, I just want a sandwich. I know. A normal sandwich. They're giving you enough probably for six or seven sandwiches. Yeah. Right? Would you yes. say? Six or seven thick sandwiches. Yes, absolutely. I just don't need that. It's funny how times change in such a short period of time. Yeah. And I don't mean it's, I'm certainly not thinner than I was 20 years ago, but um, 
when I think back, and I've told you this before, when I think back to the way I used to go to Dearborn when I first got married, and it would be, we would buy bologna, we would buy American cheese. Now all we get is provolone and we get the cheddar. We don't get American cheese anymore. We would get American cheese and we would get salami and we would get gigantic loaves of Italian bread. We would get mounds of macaroni and potato salad and we would get the big thick mozzarella cheese. And I would sit there on a Saturday. I would. I remember working six to noon at the radio station. I get home at one o'clock, and that's what Kim would go to Dearborn for. And I would have lunch. And my lunch would be this huge bologna and cheese sandwich. This is no joke. <laughs> it was a bologna and cheese sandwich on Italian bread with a scoop of macaroni salad, a scoop of potato salad, two good slices of the mozzarella cheese. And this is the best part. And then I would roll six breadsticks from Dearborn. With a slice of salami. That was my lunch. And I thought I was eating healthy. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> look at me eating some healthy foods here. I was. I didn't know anything about calories when I first got married. No. I think now that's got to be a 1,500-calorie lunch. It has to be. Probably. And, and, and a 16-ounce Coke. To wash it down. Yeah. It's humble. It's really, when I think about it, like, what was I? Wow. Yeah, we used to have Coke with every meal. Yeah. No question about it. And then no thought that no. you were drinking sugar water. Never even gave it a thought. Absolutely not. Funny. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Times have changed. Times have changed, Jerry. <laughs> now you go to the deli, you're getting a nice slim turkey if you get a yes. if you get meat like that. We that's what we get. Pita. We get the Boar's head turkey, the ham, and the boar's head cheddar. Yeah, cheddar. Which is really awesome. Cheddar, cheddar. Is that bad for you? Boar's head cheddar? Like, is cheddar cheese? I know American yeah, cheese is know, not I, real cheese. I'm not, that's a good question. I don't know about cheddar cheese. But I know some of, like, I know the uh, the Italian cheese, prosciutto di Parma. Prosciutto? No, yeah. that's the meat. Uh, yeah. What's the cheese? Uh, Parmesan? Parmesan Reggiano cheese. The actual one that is imported from Italy is okay. good for you. All right. Like, that's a healthy food. How would I know if it's healthy or not? Because I don't know who to trust. Trust like, me, Jerry. If I I just asked you, you said you weren't sure. <laughs> no, that one I'm sure about. The Parmesan or Giannio cheese. No, I about my, ch- my cheddar. Cheddar, I'm not familiar with. You're right. Good point. I don't know about the cheddar. <laughs> yeah, I know, the, I know American cheese isn't real cheese, so we stopped eating that, I would say, about two years ago, year and a half ago. Yeah. And we replaced it with the boar's head cheddar. Didn't even tell Joseph. Never noticed. He didn't know. And I know it's just better for you. My parents also used to, strangely, she, they would eat uh, salmon out of a can. Yeah, uh, I'll pass on that they one. Would, they would get rye bread. Yeah. And they would, thank God they didn't ask me to try that. My father didn't ask me to try this. They would get rye bread and they take this salmon out of a can. It would Ugh. come out of a can, Jerry, in the shape of the can, just like, you know, cranberry sauce does that. Yeah, sure. I love that. Yeah, this, and they would, they would smear it on the rye bread and make a sandwich of it. Ugh, that I, sounds terrible. I don't remember what my mother used to make me when they would make that because they knew we weren't, thus kids were not down with that. Right. So I don't remember what I would get in place of that, but I, I'm not eating that. I'm sitting there saying it's gross, but at the same time, why is it any different than me taking the tuna out of the can yeah, and squishing it with too. mayonnaise and yeah. putting it on white bread? Yeah, that seems strange to me. Uh, and tuna. yet, I love it. Yeah. 
I don't eat it much because Kim hates tuna fish, any fish. So, and the boys don't eat it. So I'm on my own. So usually the way I eat the tuna fish now is when no one's home, I open it, eat it right out of the can. No mayonnaise, no bread, no nothing. And then no one can smell your tuna fish. Mm, The cats can. And then I have to share it with them. Yeah, cats must love when you make (laughs) tuna fish. (laughs) They come, like they could literally be in the middle of a deep sleep. I crack open the can within 10 seconds. Here they come, and they are just looking at me. They're like, you tuna in a can? Yeah, and I do. I give them a little, that's the only, that is the only table food, if that's what you want to call it. It's the only like human food that we give them. And that's it's once a month. They get a little They little, probably uh, wonder. They, they're like, why is he eating cat food? <laughs> I don't know if they it's want It's in a can like our cat food. It smells like our cat food. What but, is he doing? By the way, my cheddar on Foodicate. Cheddar. Which I find to be a pretty good source of checking out what's healthy what's it and called? not. Foodicate. Okay. Uh, B minus. For cheddar. Yeah. The boar said cheddar. Yeah. So that's not bad. All right. To me, anything that's a B minus or better, I'm happy with. I have found foods that come up with an F. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember which ones, but I believe it's one of the uh, chocolate dips for the pretzels from yes, the Pretzel chocolate. Factory. Oh, yeah. It's so good, though. Auntie Anne's Pretzel yeah. or Pretzel Factory. I love all those. I don't yeah. need them anymore, but I love them. I know. A uh, story that came out in the newspaper was sent to me by many alert uh, Twitter followers and podcast listeners, Jerry. And this is a bill that they're uh, putting into effect in New York. It's called uh, Artificial Intelligence Revenge Porn. Yeah, Connor sent this to us. Yeah, too. Connor sent this to us. So there's already a, a law in the books called revenge porn, mm-hmm. which is essentially is, let's say you are uh, you are not a married manager. You're dating someone, and uh, in your relationship, this girl sends you some nude photos to you. And then you guys break up. She broke your heart. Now you start sending those pictures around to your friends and maybe you post one online. Oh, boy. That's revenge porn, and you can get in trouble for that. Sounds not smart. Not smart. This new thing called artificial intelligence revenge porn is about the artificial intelligence being able to take an actual porno movie and superimposing so it looks very realistic a different person's face. We talked about this. Kind of worried that stuff like that was going to start happening. Yeah. Or that the technology of Photoshop and things like that would get so good. Yeah. That, well, even something as simple as like Google with the Pixel with their phones, they actually advertise how you can change the look of your your photo. Like you can erase things and add people in. Right. Like at what point? That's supposed to be something you could use as proof. Yes, I have photographic evidence. But now you can't even say that anymore if you're able to manipulate a photograph or, in this case, a video. I mean, we're. <laughs> I'm sure this has been said over the years for the last thousand years. Yes. Man's been walking the earth. But it seems like every day we get more and more dangerous into where we're headed. Yeah, but I also think we're also getting closer to the point where we can just claim, even if we did something ridiculous, that's that's AI. That's but it's not a me. fight. You, you're not wrong, but it's a fight. Yeah, it would be a fight. And like, let's say someone put you in a in a in a porno flick, and, and you know, not something for commercial sale. Something just ended up online. It looked like a homemade video of you and a woman. Yeah, and you had like you got to explain that to Gina, that someone imposed you. Like, it's still an argument. Your mom still has to deal with it because it's going to get around. Your sister's right. going to be like, is this really Al? 
Then they're going to be looking at your penis, which mm-hmm. isn't your penis. Correct. I don't know. It's just, it's the whole thing sucks. I had this weird dude when I worked at drug fair that just reminded me of this. There was this weird dude who worked at drug fair. This is back in the day, way before digital cameras, where he, he had a regular camera. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he went around one day at work and had us all taking, he was taking pictures of all us at work. Hey, smile. Hey, do this. Hey, this is fun. He was having a good laugh with these photos. Like, uh, Pretend uh, you you were surprised by something, you know. So he took all these pictures, he got them developed, and then he took a porno magazine, and he cut our faces out and put them in the porno magazine. It was crazy. Well, like scotch tape. Yeah, but it looked pretty good. <laughs> like he did a pretty good job. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. It's it's scary. I mean, that was a lot of steps to go through. And think about how many steps now you don't even need to do right. to do that and make right. it look better yep. and more real. Yes. That's frightening. Yeah, he was he was taking these porno magazines and doing that to uh, us. What our kids have to deal with growing up. There was even a time when like when uh, in like the nineteen nineties porn when there when it wasn't like so crazy like it is today, where it was like the vivid girls and that sort of thing. A lot of the they would look for people they would look for women who looked like famous actresses mm-hmm. and then give them a similar name. Like there was a there was a porno actress in the 90s who kind of looked like Jennifer Aniston. Okay. And they gave her the last name Aniston. <laughs> you know, just trying to... trying to, Like her name might have been Jenna Aniston. Yes, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's what they used to do. Now you could just take Jennifer Aniston's face and put it in a porno, I Apparently guess. Apparently so. And she wouldn't even get paid for it. No. But Holy she God. will be able to sue you if it's in New York. I suppose so. I think that's a good move. I, I think that should be illegal. I agree. Of course it should be illegal. Putting but they got to enforce it. Right. That's the problem with all this stuff. Right. You can write the law. Rules. If you don't enforce the law, what difference does it make? Yeah. Hmm. I don't think that'll apply to us. Which part? I don't see us doing this to people. Plus, you could also... If you do it with famous people, they'll go, oh, they're famous. You can. I don't know about that anymore. That. I think there's certain, there are limits now. There because are. Because I feel like a lot of them, they have so much money, they're fighting back with lawsuits and stuff. The of celebrities? That yeah, I think so. Like the money has gotten, it's like in sports. The money for celebrities was always amazing. It is now off the charts ludicrous how much they make. I mean, you're talking about, what is it? Uh, you mentioned Jennifer Aniston. It's not Jennifer Aniston, I'm thinking of. Um, Drew Barrymore, I forget. One of those in that realm was worth a billion dollars. A billion. I mean, we're talking about stupid money. Yeah. So if you need, it's kind of like the live thing with PGA Tour. The PGA Tour is hurting financially, and they probably realize they can't continue to take the battle of court because Liv can just outspend them in the courts. Well, same thing with the, I think with the celebrities. If a normal Tom, Dick, or Harry wants to do something like that, ha, 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 and they want to take you to court as... They can try and go right back at you. They're going to win, though, because they're just going to outspend you. And I think they're fighting back in that way, which is a good thing. Yeah, that sucks being able to outspend somebody in court. That shouldn't be. Uh, Unless you're in the right. Unless you're in the right. Correct. Unless you're being taken advantage of. Then I think it's a good thing. Hmm. I was also reading about Jennifer Aniston that she, she says that she used to work out so hard that she's you know, pretty much injured herself over the years, ha- having many different ailments because of how hard she used to work out. How about that? And she's not working out as hard anymore. I don't think you need to 
overdo it. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, the more and more you read, and I do feel like every day we get better research and results and technology has shown us a lot. I do think the one thing that's become pretty uh, constant or consistent has been the three to four days, 30 minutes. It's enough. And have a good diet and you'll be fine. I mean, I know I have friends that work out two, three hours a day. And I'm like, why? I think like celebrities, like somebody like a Jennifer Aniston, she probably was shooting friends and was very busy. Sure. And then when you're done shooting friends for the season, you got all the time in the world. So why wouldn't you work out? I agree. I agree. And then your living is based on how you look. Yeah. So so you got to go hard. Mm-hmm. And then she said she was told, and I think some people believe this too, that if you're if you're not feeling really sore all the time, then you're not working out hard enough. Well, I've always told you too with with those insanity workouts, they've ruined me because I, you know, I do a regular workout now, and if I'm not like, and I say now, I haven't done one in a month, maybe two months. When I do a workout though, of recent times. If I don't feel so exhausted at the end, and if I don't feel sore the next day, I don't feel like I did anything. Like, I'll be in the middle of, like, Kim has seen this, too. I'll be, like, 18 minutes into a 35-minute workout. I'll shut it off. And she'll be like, what happened? I'm like, hmm, bored. Not feeling it. She's like, what you're doing? I'm like, it's boring. I'm like, I'm not doing the high jumps. I'm not doing and the things I can't do anymore because of my back. I'll tell you, it really ruined the way I look at exercise. Actually, on my Facebook page yesterday, this came up, but I, I don't know how many years ago it was. It came up a video of you. I took a video of you in here. It was Boomer and Carton, and you were doing jumps. See how high up. Burpees straight. or just straight jumps? They were jumps, but you were lift. You were you were putting your thighs up while you oh, were jumping. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what those are called. Yeah. But you would, are those box jumps? Box jumps, probably. Box jumps, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. So box jumps. That was part of it. That was the whole Sean T thing that we were doing. Yeah. And those were, I remember the first day I did those, I remember my wife being like, be careful. And then like a month in, like I wasn't even out of breath doing it. I could do like double that I go. And it was, man, it was exhilarating. Things like that though, like you feel your body attacking the fat. Just doing 30 minutes of sway right, sway left. Yeah, not feeling What are we doing? Right. We're like Jennifer Aniston, Jerry. We need to feel the pain. Right. But the pain has brought me injury <laughs> and you and jennifer aniston alike jerry yeah something like that all right let's do the warm-up program we'll be back here tomorrow on a is tomorrow thursday tomorrow's jerry? thursday all right uh, tomorrow on a thursday we better get a mets win with max scherzer on the mound oh in gosh. atlanta mm. we better jerry we better uh we'll uh break it all down here tomorrow you could be damn sure of that let's say we do that right at five o'clock tomorrow jerry unless something crazy happens between now and then all right let's do mets first then yankees tomorrow we could do that. All right. But then again, if the Yankees throw a no-hitter, we're going to do the Yankees first. Right. Yeah. Good point. This mm-hmm. is why you can't plan. You see can't we plan. We'll see how we do. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
This boy isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, here we go. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Nice to have you with us on a Wednesday morning. The Eddie Scuzzeri was up, man. Uh, Across from me, his name is not Westerberg or Stinson or Mars or Stinson. His name is actually Aldo. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. So this live golf situation, this uh, happened right at the end of our program yesterday. Right at 10 o'clock. I am sure this topic has been... Beaten to a bloody I don't know pulp about that. On WFAN? No, I don't think so. You don't think Tierney was like... Whoosh, whoosh, no, I don't. You don't no. think Cartner Roberts were like... Whoosh, no, whoosh, whoosh, no. Every time I turned them on, they were talking about the Mets. Really? Yeah. I mean, did they discuss it? Yes. Was it as big a topic as I expected it to be? No. Not yeah. when I was listening. I feel like Boomer's going to eat this up today. You know what? There aren't many things I am that I get right. Yeah. This is one I got right. That you thought they were going to merge? They were always going to merge. It just, uh, what I will say is this happened a lot quicker than I thought it would. Yes, and I guess caught a lot of people by surprise, Jerry, including the golfers themselves. Rory McIlroy had no idea. Is that Tiger Woods didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I actually put on um, PGA Tour radio yesterday. (laughs) The hosts were stunned. That this happened. So is they that kept right? this very quiet. Yeah. The bottom line is the PGA Tour is probably going broke. And they need the the blood money, as they say, Jerry. Call it whatever you the want. The cash. They're, That's what I'm calling they're it. They're getting all. The one thing that I do like, forget about the live stuff for a minute. The fact that they're getting the DP Tour, which is, I guess is the European Tour, that they're coming together with them. I always thought that was weird that you had a European Tour, you had the PGA Tour. They go back and forth. Some guys would have dual cards, I guess. Mm, I like the fact that they're merged. The live thing doesn't surprise me. Should we quit watching golf, Jerry? No. Why? I don't know. Seems like the 9-11 families are very angry. And I and I understand that. But this is another conversation. This is a much deeper conversation because you can look into a lot of entities, as they say, mm-hmm. a lot of leagues and where the money comes from. And, right. You know, we've how many times have we talked about clothing companies that's true and where it's done and China. how it's done i mean there's a this is a huge conversation mm. that we're not gonna basically get into in 56 minutes i think we could solve it in 10 you minutes solve Jerry. It? i think we could solve the entire problem of this sort of first of all the one guy's coming off like a total scuzz jay monahan jay monahan because the the videos this is the great thing about social media we yeah. might want to say social media sucks and blah blah blah. No, it's blah, got blah. Its, it's got its positives it's got its positives one of them is just Pulling stuff out from the past, not too distant past. Yeah, like the last six months. <laughs> yeah, and this Jay Monahan guy sitting down with, uh, what's his name? Mm, hello, friends. Jim Nance. Jim Nance. Talking about how, yes, he understands the 9-11 families being upset, and he would be too, and he's got two friends who've lost people in 9-11, and now he's Scuzzbag City taking their cash. <laughs> he doesn't look good. That is for damn sure. They call sure. it sports washing, Jerry. Sports washing. And uh, someone from the uh, 9-11 family, Families United group had a great point, Jerry. He said that uh, this Jay Monahan, 
co-opted the 9-11 community to go against Live Golf, mm-hmm. and now he's with yeah. Live Golf. Yeah. This is like a this is like an iron chic move of all moves. This is like it's money. Everything's like, money. This is like when Sergeant Slaughter went on the team with the Iron Sheik. It really threw everybody off. This, We're America, number one. Iran? That's what I say, Jerry. Saudi Arabia? I have no idea what goes on over there, but I bet it's not good. I'm no world traveler, Jerry. I've never been to Saudi Arabia. But I could tell no. you this. America, number one. Don't we do business with Saudi Arabia every day for oil? Well, I have to get to work, Jerry. I'm just saying. I'm not, listen, it's terrible. All of that stuff, I'm not arguing with you. This is about money. I'm telling you, the PGA Tour was hurting. Man. And they look bad. They look really bad. Yeah, they look like. What's Jim Nance going to say about this? What are they all going to say I about don't know. it? All they've done is killed it for the last year, which I understand. Nah. Nah, hello, to friends, where he Jim even Nance. mocked it on, on broadcasts, meaning Nance. Jim Nance, show now your face. Now you're part of it again. Show your face today on the Boomer and Geo not show. Not his fault. He didn't know, do anything wrong. Here's what I want to hear. Him be against it. That's what I. Oh, need you to hear. might. Yeah, I think you'll hear that. I, I need to hear the broadcast. You'll hear that. I think you'll he- be I, against this yes. whole move. I think you will hear that they were all stunned that they can't believe what happened. But I also think because they do work for the PGA Tour in some sense, my guess is they'll say, "But, but I'm going to go work for them anyway." But they had to. <laughs> I'm telling. What Jim I was reading. Quit. What I, he's not quit. quit golf coverage. Stop. Not the NFL. They Knock are not dealing with Saudi Arabia. What I was reading yesterday. We don't have games in Saudi between Arabia lawsuits yet. Lawsuits and no, I don't okay. think so. Games, NFL games. They have not, not doing yet. games in Saudi Arabia. Yet. <laughs> not yet. They will give it time. Okay. I mean, where are we playing now? We're all over the place. Yeah. And we got what? London. We Germany. got Mexico. Germany. Are there any other places we're playing that the NFL is playing in? Mm. I don't think so. I think that might be it. And baseball is in London, I believe, this year. Yeah. Um, I know they've started in Japan in the past. Right. I remember the Mets and Cubs played in Japan yeah, like I recall 20 that. years ago, something like that. Yes, I do recall that. So I would not. I, listen, are they going to play in Saudi Arabia? I have no idea. Would I be stunned if in the next 10 years that we saw that? No. No. I wouldn't, right? You wouldn't be either. I mean, what's next, Jerry? North Korea golf? That's the bad one, right? Uh, North Korea? Yes. Not I good. get so confused. I would. I paid no attention in history class, geography class. I was into gym class when I was in high school. And you weren't good at that either, were you? Not particularly. Could you do pull-ups? No, I as could a kid? not. I feel like you could now. I don't think I could now. You do the curls. You've I got. I haven't your... curled in a long oh, time. Oh, is that true? I just do push-ups now. All right, so that's good. So you still have some upper body strength, and you yeah. weigh 150 pounds. You <laughs> should be able to do some pull-ups. I'm preparing to go to war with Saudi Arabia, Jerry, over this golf situation. You, and the best part is you don't even care. <laughs> no, but we're in such a, a grand time of what everyone loves to say, hypocrisy. Oh, right? my God. We're in the grandest of to the, the times. To the degree, yes. I'm probably wearing a shirt from China right now. Yeah, Probably. Right? Yeah, very possible. I'm probably wearing jeans from China. Yeah, God knows where your sneakers came from, your underwear, absolutely. I had a child here in America make my sneakers, Jerry, because I'm American. How about you? How about that watch? Where this watch? Those, where do you think the parts from the Apple watch came watch? from? Um, some mine where people... Uh, yeah. ba- ba- I have, have I have babies get the batteries for my watch. Have you seen some of those videos about I the have. mining for the batteries for the cars? I have seen that. Yeah, we're we're all hypocrites, every how one of us. I, Supposed to know it's about to start raining if I don't have this watch on, Jerry. <laughs> I don't know. It what warns to, me. You go back to TV and you watch the weather. I suppose. 
Yeah. Uh, this whole thing. But really. you're right. The, we are the land of hypocrisy. Yeah. We're like every we're, single one of us. Yeah. We're like really yeah. in 2023, we are knee deep in it. Yeah. Pretty much. More than ever. Mm-hmm. Every More which way. Ever. It's really. Every which way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at your house. I'm sure there are plenty of things in your home that come from not great places. I have children putting new countertops in my place right now. Nah, stop Small it. children. No, you don't. They work cheap. No, you don't. That's true. I don't. I was making a funny. I don't have children. You hate children. You're not hiring them. Yeah, plus they're terrible at putting in the countertops. <laughs> they don't know how to the measure, The countertops Jerry. are very heavy. <laughs> very heavy. you got to measure precisely. These kids don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. So that really, really annoyed me. But I did love all the seeing all the videos on the internet of Jim Nance talking to the talking to this Jay Monahan fella. Monahan's the one that comes out looking like a fool. Yeah, I mean, he really. I mean, gosh. And now we're talking about you know the live golfers can apply for reinstatement into the PGA Tour when all he did was talk tough lifetime ban. If you go, see ya. Your PGA Tour career is over. Okay, until it's not because we need money. Yeah, and that didn't take very long, right? No, that's what I said. In the grand scheme of things. I remember saying to you, and you know what? God love these guys, Boomer and Gio. They're great, all of that, and they love golf, and I love golf, wonderful, and they would talk about all the new players in golf. Golf's been boring. I'm sorry. It has not been exciting. There have been no personalities, and it has been, eh. The golf fans still like it, but, like, I remember when you told me that you couldn't wait to get home when you were walking the dog to see the back nine of the Masters because Tiger was in it. Now, yes. Tiger is unfortunately doesn't play very much anymore, if at all. So he's not even relevant in terms of Sundays during the golf season anymore. So you got to take him out of the mix. For Are you doing that for anybody else? No, I'm not. Golf's got no personality right yeah. now. Some of those personalities have gone to live. And no one's watching that either. I get it. But, like, golf has a problem, and now they're going to try and just get all the golfers back together. I don't think it's a good look. Yeah. <laughs> it was a quick look, but I'm not surprised by this. I just, I'm surprised by how fast it was. Do you think we'll hear from some of the outspoken people like Mr. Jim Nance? I think you're going to hear from a lot of people. Yeah. How about the PGA Tour players that turned down tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars to go to live because they were told, about how the PGA and the PGA Tour did increase purses, we know that, and they've made more money because of Live. So they've done better financially because of it. But I'm sure that there are numerous golfers that said no to Live and turned down that money, and now all of a sudden they're partners with them and not getting that money and didn't get the money. I, I you're going to hear from some of these yeah. guys that are going to be ticked off. Hmm. It is um, it is an interesting scenario that they it sure created. is. So when does this all go into effect? Like if- tw- next season, like twenty twenty four. Okay, so what goes on the rest of this golf year? So what Monahan said, I heard. I heard a good portion of his conference call with reporters. He kept calling it a framework of an agreement. Okay, that means they have an agreement. So they have to basically dot all the i's, cross the t's, as they say, and get everything official and lay everything out. But he he was very clear in saying that this merger will be ready in time for the start of twenty twenty four. So that's six months from now. So you're going to finish things out this year and starting in, I guess they usually start in Hawaii in January. I imagine that's when we'll see this newly created World League, which is essentially what it's going to be. And did he address in this uh, call to reporters what uh, people would uh, call his hypocrisy So I, this whole I, thing? So I got into it and it had already started. My guess would be that had to have been one of the first few questions. 
I don't know the answer to that because I didn't hear the whole thing. Yeah, I did see some quotes from him saying like, oh, listen, sometimes things change. All right, here he that is. This is one where he says why he reversed course on live. Oh, there we go. We've recognized that together we can have a far greater impact on this game than we can working apart. And I give Yasser great credit for coming to the, t- t- coming to the table, coming to the discussions with an open heart and an open mind. We did the same. And the game of golf is better for what we've done here today. Yasser Arafat? <laughs> no, I think it's the guy that runs Live Golf. Oh, thought we were dealing with him now. Too. What I need to find is, and I will at some point, hopefully by nine, I'll have it. <laughs> I need to find him just bashing this probably three months ago. Well, that's a right on. Uh, you go right I mean, to. Uh, good Lord. I saw it on Dave Portnoy's Twitter. He's that got w- the. That would have been something that Marco would have had done for us yeah. this morning. I miss yeah. Marco. Where are you, Mark? What about Dexter? Uh... No one else edits and does the sound like Marco does for us. Marco, Marco does a nice paternity. job. Marco does a great job. He's on paternity leave too? Yeah, but he's only been out for this week. Boy, everyone's having babies. Except you. Or you have something to tell us. I do not have a okay. baby. We have one coming? There's no, no babies on the way. So Marco has a baby. Yeah. Marco Pete Keith McPherson, DA. Oh, my gosh. They were all getting busy at the same time. You're right. They all have babies yeah. in a relatively short amount of time. I believe a lot of DA and, and Pete Bellotti, their wives had kids within a day of one another. That's a lot of radio babies and running Belletti around. And Belletti was within a couple of days of them. Wow. Anybody else? Chris Russo have a baby? I don't think he has any more baby. He has had his babies I know. Already. I'm kidding. Well, I and mean, Al Pacino, Pacino, right. Yeah, he had that baby. Never too late to have a kid, Al. He did come out and say he's very excited about having his uh, baby, this Al Pacino. Going to make him young again. Yeah. I hear he's going to do Godfather 4. Oh, that'll be good. <laughs> he's going to have the baby on set. He's not doing Godfather 4. <laughs> Man. I know. I know, I know, I know. Do you think if you're a, a, a high school golf coach, you got to address this with your high school students today? No. No? no. I think just... if they ask you about it, you can, but yeah. no, hmm. I don't. Not at all. You Why? Do you think they need to? I don't know. It just feels like it's tainted the entire sport of golf. It doesn't feel American now to go out there and be a high school golfer. I think at this very moment, you're probably right. I think in June of 2024, you won't even be thinking about Flow it. Flow right over. And of course, in June of 2024, that'll be um, 12 more months of you not caring about golf. <laughs> <laughs> but I care about America, Once today's Jerry. over, you'll be done with golf. I care about America. I understand. I get it. Hey, listen, if you're... If you were one of those live haters, yesterday was not a good day for you. Right. It wasn't. So I heard Bryson DeChambeau basically talk about the one thing, because he's one that went over to live. The one thing that he's excited about is hopefully not being booed every time he steps (laughs) to a golf course. Now you got to boo all of us. (laughs) Yes, exactly. They'll be all back into the mix together again. Equal booing. I will take a quick break. When we come back, I know. I know that the Met fan and Al is dying inside. Oh, yes. We will get to that. Plus, I can't stand baseball in 2023. We'll talk about that as well with the Yankees and White Sox. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. I am a real American. Oh, good Lord. Fight for the rights of every man. That's right, Jerry. I am a real American. America number one. Right. Live golf. That's fine. I did look. We do do a million barrels of oil a day from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, what's your land point? of hypocrisy. Come on. <laughs> no, my, I don't have a point. 
man. I'm actually echoing what you said that you brought up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's when you follow uh, when you follow the roots, Jerry. God knows what you're going to find. They all go deep into bad things. Yeah, they do. And you know where they always end up? Money. Money. Money, money, I money, money. money. Yeah. Hey. I know. Jerry, the Mets played last night. They suck. But how about this? Real quick, before we get into them sucking. Many people pointed out to me that the Mets and Braves were actually on TBS last night. How about that? They have a Tuesday night Braves baseball package. Which well, how did so you not know that when you Googled that yesterday? I don't know. Like, how would that have not come up? I Googled that, and it said they stopped doing Braves games in 2007. Look at that. But they get, have a Tuesday night package. There you so go. So that was really cool. Of course, Too I bad. didn't see that. Well, and the game didn't start till after 9 o'clock. Oh, because of uh, a weather situation? Rain delay without rain. Without rain? Yeah. A rain delay with no rain. Was it the smoke? Did the smoke no, make it, it down to Atlanta? No, it was supposed to rain. Oh, so that, then they, that, that smoke was no joke. Oh, yeah. Like, it was pretty evident by me. Yeah, it was all over New Jersey, pretty New wild. York. Yeah. It came all the way down from Canada, so it had to cover all that area between us and Canada. It's a lot of miles. A lot of miles, and it was in the Bronx, Jerry. They said it was hard to breathe in yeah. that Yankee game. Yeah. Like I said, I got a, we were in Tom's River last night <laughs> yeah. for baseball, and when I got home... I thought something was, like, burning in the neighborhood. Yes. And then I Googled it and found out. I think I saw Spike tweet something. Yes, because he was wondering in yes. where, where he lives. My he nighttime like, Twitter check, first thing that popped up was Spike Eskin about the um, the smoke. Yeah. And then I saw, I forget who, one of the guys here explained it was the Canadian fires. and Yeah. I was Canadian surprised. wildfires. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that, that answers it. Yep. Really bad scene. They say that the, the, the breathing of the air is not good. Well, yeah, there's smoke in the air. And meanwhile, John Sterling was back. We sent him out there in the smoke in you know his first what? game back. I have to tell you, I got in the car after our game, and it was the first inning. I heard the Savala, his first home run. I give it was the third, whatever inning it was. Second inning, whenever I Second got in the Second inning, car. I believe. But I, when I got in the car, the first thing I heard was John Sterling. I said, you know what? All is right in the world. Right. It John's all back. Good. John's back. Yes. A unique voice, Jerry, for a generation. That's exactly right. A multiple generations. Yeah. Yeah, that first home run that dude hit, what would you call him, Savala? Yes, that'd be Savala. But you know what, though? And I love this about John, too, because all we all we hear about when the Yankees hit those home runs, oh, it's a Yankee Stadium home run, as John said, they count for everybody. So, And I think he was even pointing out, I didn't see this because I was listening to it at the time, he said how the White Sox dugout, the guys were, like, laughing. He goes, probably because it was only 320 feet down the line. He goes, but you know what? The Yankees can do that, too. Right. It counts the same. It was the only uh, – it was a home run only in that ballpark, as, yes. they, as the announcer That's said. fine. But you know what? That's the charm of it. Like, that's the one thing. Well, remember we had all the AstroTurf, symmetrical fields, veteran stadium, river, all these – they were – I like it. It's all different. Yeah, and then his second home run, he crushed. Yes. Yes. Ooh, he That's the nine that hitter one. on the White Sox. The number nine hitter? Yeah. Sebi Savala. Man, that dude, that that the second home run he hit that he pulled, that he, I mean, he just, smir- it was like a Giancarlo Stanton home the run. Giancarlo. Oh, Giancarlo. Giancarlo. Are we doing the Mets first or the Yankees? Let's do the Yankees here. Because I'm we're, disgusted. We're in the mix of it right now. I can, <laughs> did you see Giolito last night? Giolito? Lucas Giolito? White I, Sox pitcher? I, this 100-pitch crap yeah. has got to go away. So he was working on a no-hitter. He was, he. I mean, when I say, yes, he walked three guys, I get it. 
And at one point, he goes 0-2 on Stanton in the sixth. He goes all the way to a full count, but then throws a beautiful pitch on the, the bottom corner of the zone. Stanton didn't even – I don't even think Stanton swung in the entire at-bat, maybe the first pitch, but I don't think he did. And it's like, you know, Case talking on yes, well, that's probably going to be it for him. He's approaching 100 pitches, and I'm thinking there's no way. I mean, at least come out for the seventh and push it to 112, 115, and they come back from break. And you got the manager over there with him. And he's like, okay. And he starts shaking hands. Yeah, 99 Fight pitches. Fight to stay in the game. Fight for the right. Come on. And I, I get it. They were talking about it's the most pitches he's thrown this season. But don't, you got a chance here to do something great. In Yankee Stadium. God, darn That's it. That's got to mean something to, to some of these ballplayers, I guess right? it doesn't. I guess it doesn't. I was also seeing that he's had this multiple times in his career where he's no-hit teams through six and been removed. Go for a no-hitter, my man. I get My main man. I get it. You don't want guys throwing 150 pitches, but come on already. It yeah. Really? It, hmm, never mind. So the Yankees didn't get a hit till the seventh inning. Yeah. When the other fellow came in. It was the RBI double. It was Isaiah Connor-Falefa. Yes. That drove in. I guess the guy walked and drives in the run. That was the first hit of the game. And then you get the home run, and all of a sudden, like, this is in doubt. Right. Josh Donaldson hits the home run. It's 3-2. And that was it. And then that was it. Yeah, yeah it was the end of that. Then the White Sox, <laughs> the White Sox uh, win that one. And then you have a couple of Yankees hitting the uh, IL, Jerry. Uh, yeah. Aaron Judge. He is going to land on the IL today. Yeah. And Nestor Cortez. Mm-hmm. I heard uh, Sal saying something about Aaron Judge missing significant could potentially miss significant I no time. Idea. I didn't see that. Aaron anywhere. Boone said he didn't think it would be that long. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that'd be wild. Talking about ligament sprains and bone contusions. I, I guess there's no break, I suppose, but I, I don't know. I a don't big know. toe uh, contusion. A big toe contusion. Yeah. Yes. It is what it is, hmm. man. All right. So he's you? out. Yeah. He's out. And I, here's the out. thing, too. And was it John that said it? I don't remember if I was still listening on the drive back or it was the TV. I don't remember who it was, Kay and O'Neill. It is just, ugh. like, without him? And I know Stanton's there. Ugh. It's dull. Like, this is the lineup? Yeah, well, every time Judge gets up, he's the big monstrous. He's a large man, Jerry. He just hovers over that plate. Well, so Stanton. But Stanton. Yeah, you're right. When Stanton doesn't swing in some of those at-bats, like, what are we doing? I don't know. I don't know what you're looking for. You would think, put the ball in play. That's what we tell the little kids. Like, come on. Right. But it, they're just, um, I don't know. I know they're 10 games over 500, and they've played well. Judge has been a huge part of that, as we know. Without him, what are they? They're nothing. They're average. They're losing to the White Sox. They're very average. Yes. They did lose to the White Sox. I was just yeah. thinking about this Canadian fire and the yeah. smoke coming down here. Like, how does it travel that far? The air. The wind pushes it. But, like, you know how we drive by on the New Jersey Turnpike in Linden, and yeah. it's just, like, all smokestacks of, like, chemicals and things? Yeah, I don't know what that stuff Why is. Why doesn't that go to Canada? I don't know the end. I don't know. Can we blow it to Canada? Well, you're, you should not be asking me. You should be asking the guy in the control room. Like, why don't we Why don't we try to get even with Canada? Take, and take, blow the smoke back at them? Yeah, the stuff from in Linden, New Jersey, off the Turnpike, just blow it up to Canada. That stuff is in such volume and it's so hot, it goes up higher, and then it gets dispersed by the wind patterns. Which does? The Canadian fires? The, or the... smoke, yeah. Oh, okay. And then what happens with the, the pollution in Linden that we have? Where does that go? 
it just probably dissipates out to sea, I would imagine. That's the way the propelling. Does it make it to, to Canada? We got we to gotta get the winds pushing <laughs> towards Canada. Well, you remember there were some times when the Western wildfires that some of it was even trickling over here. Not I do remember. Oh, right. Yes, I do remember. Yeah. And Which that's a lot further. Bizarre. That is wild. Al wants to set up industrial-sized fans yes. to blow it right back in, in Canada's Linden. face. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember when Mount St. Helens went up, there was it affected, like, you know, the whole global, you know, the sunsets because there's all this Let me ask you this. Wow. Is that why yes. the moon was red last night? That's a Probably, sp- yes. It was a, I mean, the moon was freaky looking last night. I actually was seeing people on social media saying that was the actually the sun. Okay, so I thought it was the sun, too. And then my wife's like, no, you fool. It's 8 o'clock. It's the moon. But I'm like, she even said, she goes, the sun, even if you saw it, should at least be down. This was high in the sky Hmm. because it has to be the moon. So the moon was red, orange red? Yeah, it was a a freaky color. Man, if the aliens are coming to visit us, they must be like, what is going on in Canada that they're ruining the planet? Maybe this is keeping them away. You think it's kept the aliens away for a night? Did you see the story that they think they have found a billion other planets that are Earth-like? No. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Who found that? Scientists. The James Webb, the Hubble, all these deep space uh, satellites. So maybe that's who's coming to visit us in the spaceships. Yeah, but the problem is they are light years away. Yeah. You're not getting in a 747 on TWA (laughs) going to one of these No, no, but they might be able to travel to us if they're advanced. If they're, they'd have to if break the the light speed barrier. Yeah, can't one of those Elon Musk rockets shoot up to one of those planets? That barely gets out into orbit. Oh, come on now. So that's a no. Uh, right now they're still trying to get to Mars. Yeah, like yes. people. Well, some of our earliest uh, space probes, the Pioneer, the Voyager, they're just now leaving what we would call the solar system, and they're not even halfway to what they call the Oort cloud. Oh my gosh! Which is you know. It, the, the, and he's lost me. Sorry. <laughs> the Oort cloud. Sorry. No, but that is true, though. That was There was a report last week. I meant to show you that because I know you want aliens to come basically take you over. Uh, I don't, but you do. But I don't want them I to take you'd me be over, very interested in that. I want them to show themselves to us. And Think about if, this. The, the furthest, the closest star, Proxima Centauri, is four light years. So at the speed of light, it would take you four years to get there. And we're not at the speed of light. <laughs> uh-huh, no, <laughs> no not quite. Fraction. <laughs> a fraction of it. Wow. <laughs> but then that makes no sense when people say they see the UFOs and we see UFOs. They're traveling at slow speeds. Right. They're they're at 400 miles an hour like a plane. Yeah. Well, well because they're here. They've already gotten here. But so they get here quickly and then they slow down well, to then, our pace. And, and then the maneuverability is something that they... they accelerate so fast that they move in these crazy directions. They don't want to be banging if into If they stuff. are what you think they are. If, if right. If it's Correct. not all There's just... still no proof of it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Uh, man. And now we're not going to... Be gonna careful s- what you wish for. Now there's going to be no UFO You'll sightings. You'll be like the people in Independence Day. You'll go up to the roof of your condo and they'll swallow you whole. <laughs> Do not swallow me whole aliens. Welcome aliens. No, they'll be like, Get oh. the thin bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> They'll He's be, one of us. Right. They'll be like, hey, <laughs> what's he doing here? <laughs> that would be great if the aliens look like Al. <laughs> Bunch of thin guys with glasses. Have, have you seen the pictures of the grays? Not far off. <laughs> Shirts that say no seed oils. 
Uh, we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the Mets, promise, because Al's got a lot to get off his chest. He is ticked off about these Mets now. Uh, and then a whole lot more, the NFL 2 and the Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. All right, nice to have you with us on a Wednesday morning. We discussed the uh, PGA Tour, the Love Golf deal. We discussed the Yankees losing last night to the White Sox. And he is like a volcano that's about to erupt. He waited that rain delay out last night. He went against his own routine. He stayed up and then watched that crap. The Mets losing to the Braves. Al, go ahead and bury him. Well, here's what I'm upset about. First of all, they had a, what was it, a 4-1 lead at yeah, one point? Yeah, fool's gold, though. I'm sorry. A 4-1 lead, a game where I don't think the Mets have lost a game this year. This is just me speculating. I did not look this up. Where Lindor and Alonzo home run. Maybe not. Homers. The problem is that's all they did. Yeah, that was, that was the problem. They that had was all four they hits for the game. All right, so I know Alonzo had a home run. Three I know of them came in that inning. Lindor had a home run. Yeah. Oh, like, so that's a problem when they, they all come in one inning. Could they have won 4-1? Sure. Had Carlos Carrasco not started to suck in the sixth inning and have to come out, um, had Drew Smith gotten out of that inning, okay, I suppose they could have won 4-1. The problem is when your offense is so dormant, that's why I say fool's gold. They took a 4-1 lead, but they, they didn't threaten the rest of the game. And they didn't do anything even nothing. really prior to that. No, nothing. Yeah. And if they're not scoring a few runs with the home run, they don't do like anything. That's true, Jerry. And now we've got Mr. Max Scherzer pitching tonight against Charlie Morton. That's a guy who's been around forever, this Charlie Morton. Uh, both of them have, yeah. I feel like Charlie Morton's been... I feel like I've been writing Charlie Morton's name as a starting pitcher on the show sheet as for As long as years. you've been writing Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. <laughs> who <laughs> pitches tomorrow. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He's been around a long time. This game will not be on TBS tonight. And then I also got some even more clarity, Jerry, on the... TBS baseball package. Okay. So TBS doesn't have a Tuesday night Braves baseball it's a package. It's a Tuesday night MLB package. It's a Tuesday night MLB package. It happened to be Braves Mets last night. Understood. Throwback to cable television days. Got it. So that's how that happened. So, so Chip Carey wasn't doing the game? He was not. And don't look for it there tonight because he ain't going to be there tonight because tonight is Wednesday Well, tonight's night. Wednesday. You said it was a Tuesday night thing. It was a Tuesday night package. Yes. A small package, Jerry, a small major league package on Tuesday nights on the Superstation of TBS. I'm sure MLB will have a game on tonight. I'm sure they will. They have games on every night. MLB Network does? Pretty much. Random. Yeah. Not like, every uh, night, but most nights, yeah. Why wouldn't they have one on every night? I don't know that they don't, but I don't believe they do. I don't know the answer to that. Was, it's a small package. It's uh, not a big package. Right. It's a small package. Coach. Exactly, Bill. Nice to hear from you. Bill Cower in the house. Bill Cower. Bill Cower in the house. Yeah. Now, this was interesting, too. Buck Showalter, after the game was asked about Mr. Francisco Lindor, and uh, he said that he believes Francisco Lindor's slow start to the season is due in part to his play in the World Baseball Classic which no one is going to want to hear, Jerry. You can say that. The problem is this is what Francisco Lindor has been. What do you mean? This is what he's been since he's been here. He, I don't see anything different. He said, well, he got ramped up in February for a World Baseball okay. Classic. So then we just die in April and May? Yes. Nah, stop it. It's nonsense. Then somebody brought up to Buck stop Showalter, uh, 
Pete Alonso also played in the World Baseball Classic. He seems to be doing all right for himself. Right, it's their excuses. That's all they are is excuses. And then Buck said, yeah, well, uh, Pete Alonso's a guy. He's ramped up. Oh, okay. So year, it doesn't matter for one, but for the other. Correct. So just just for poops and giggles. Oh, all right. Now, last year, not a bad year. He batted 270. This is That's uh, okay. Lindor you're yes. speaking of? I still think when you're paying a guy what they're paying him, you were hoping that he would be a guy that would hit around 300. Correct. And would be a little more productive. Last year was his best year so far with the Mets, and his best year, I would say, in a while. 26 home runs. He batted 270. All was good. This year, he's batting 215. Though he does have 11 home runs, is on pace for that 26 number, if not more, actually. Um, and so far, in terms of the RBI category, he has driven in 42 runs. So he's been a run producer with the home run ball. He's on pace to actually have better power numbers than last year. The batting average is not great. His first year with the Mets, he batted 228. Like, this is what he's been, aside from last year. And then you go back to when he was with, the, with Cleveland. That's when he was at his best. So you can say what you want about the World Baseball Classic. Francisco Lindor right now is just not a great baseball player. Yeah, one of the announcers uh, last night said that uh, from the left side, he's hitting 190-something. Terrible. Oof. Yeah, terrible. Ufa. Ufa is Oofa. right. Ahua. But he has not allowed it to affect him in the field. He is still an elite defender at shortstop. Good. I don't know why we don't ever care about we that. We don't think about that. But we did with Ozzie Smith. Why? Because he did cartwheels? Because he wasn't like a... He was a single sitter, Ozzie Smith, and he did backflips, yes. Yeah, but when you think about Ozzie Smith, you'd n- offense doesn't even come across your mind. It was what a great defensive shortstop he was. Yeah. Francisco Lindor is pretty damn good at short. I feel like back then in the 80s, shortstops were not home run hitters. They weren't. Knew they were second basemen. Plus, Ozzie Smith had a cool nickname, Wizard of Oz. That's why we liked him. That is true. We need to give Francisco Lindor a nickname. I don't know what that would be. Not Wizard of Oz. That's taken. Well, that's taken. Right. And plus, he doesn't have Oz in his name. Correct. That was not going to work. Nope. No. Or Wizard. No, he's not a wizard. (laughs) He is not a wizard. (laughs) Jerry, I'm going to retract something that I normally, I normally, when I first saw this news, I was having a good old laugh for myself. Okay. When I saw that uh, Jacob DeGrom. I feel bad for Jacob DeGrom. Needs Tommy John surgery. Surgery. After what we went through here in New York yeah. with him always being hurt, but but I saw him crying to the reporters, and I felt very bad for him. What it also shows is that a lot of us, putting myself in that category, a lot of us really thought that it was between the ears, that he was a hypochondriac, and he was just always concerned about getting hurt. This goes to show something's been going on, and the fact that he's going to miss like a year and a Like, we're not going to see him now. 23 until the spring of 25. Oh, he with Tommy John. That's a long time. He's missing all of next season? Most likely. Yeah, most likely. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, for a pitcher, I believe the minimum time back is one full year. And one thing I read was that they probably, you might see him at the end of next season maybe, but the better bet is probably be ready for the spring of 2025. Damn. Yeah. I mean... It's tough, man. I mean, he's. it's so weird to be as good as anybody in the sport that we've seen and yet be so unavailable because of injury. That has just been a constant. It's like you never – I don't think we'll ever, we'll ever see him very consistent. I don't like to see grown men crying, Jerry. And what I saw yesterday, him tearing up with reporters on multiple occasions. It shows what it means to him. Yeah, I felt bad. It also could mean, too, that he'll never be what he was. 
I mean, the second Tommy John surgery, I mean, listen, he could be the type because of it. Maybe it strengthens him further. I don't know where he's pitching into his 40s because he's not a young guy. What is he, 34, 35 already? I'm going to Google that for you, Jerry. Like, DeGrom didn't begin with the Mets when he was 21. He was older. So I want to, I think he's 34. He is 34. He, he nailed is. it, Jerry. So by the time, and when's his birthday, does it say? His birthday is June 19th. So he turns 35 in two weeks. He does. So you're talking when he comes back, he's going to be 36 going on 37. Yeah. you. I, it's pretty, I would think, expected that we've seen the best of Jacob deGrom already now. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw a Howie Rose tweet about it. And he's like, oh, I feel bad for Jacob DeGrom. And I was like, I don't feel bad for this guy. He's always hurt. But let me click this video. And then I clicked the video. I was like, okay, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Like, it, it brought an actual human element. Because he gives a crap. Yeah. Yeah. It brought a human element to it that I've been discarding, Jerry. Well, because, you no, but in fairness, because you've been a frustrated Met fan. Yeah. And be a competitor or get lost or whatever the hell you said. <laughs> right. Yeah. He wanted to compete. Yeah. He just couldn't. Yeah, and he stinks. was one of the reasons why I thought, that th- I really thought at least year one, he was going to make 30 starts. And uh, that's, I don't want to say the main reason, but that was a big reason why I told you I liked the Rangers to get to the World Series. I didn't think they would continue to win at this pace without him. They won yeah. again last night. I saw Semyon extended his hitting streak to 25. And your guy arise. Two more hits. He's batting 401. Why don't... Yes, for the Marlins. Yeah. Dude's batting 401. If he... if He, he would not qualify. Hmm. I know where you're you going now. Going. I know the quitting mentality that you have. Shut it down now. Shut it down and bat 401. <laughs> Come would on. not count. It would not count through 60-something games. No. At the end of the year, you, I would think... I don't know what the number is. I would think when the season's over to qualify for those types of yeah. things... You've got to have in at least, I would say, 400 at-bats. Why is no one talking about going out and getting this guy? Everyone's like, Shohei Otani. The Marlins just got him. They did? From yeah, where? Minnesota. He was the batting. Remember I, was, we, I talked about him before a couple days ago? Yes. And he was the batting champion in Oh, Minnesota. in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. he was the AL batting champion. So he's oh, okay. now because Jeff McNeil was in the National Yeah, League. yeah. But, yeah, so he this guy is who the Marlins got. I don't know what it is. For all we know, the Marlins signed him for one year and $100,000. I don't know. Right. I would have to see what his contract Let's status get him. is. What position does he play, Jerry? Uh, that's a good question. I thought you told Luis, me one second base. It could be. Let's see. Luis, I just want to see what his contract yeah. is. Because we got to get him here, Jerry. I'm going to say they signed him. to. I'm just taking a guess. It's the oh, Marlins. Right. Yeah. I'm going to take a guess that he signed a three-year deal for $40 million. $40 million? I don't know. I'm just I'm that's where I'm going here. I want to see Man. if I have that right. I don't know the answer to that. Let's see. He signed Wow. Start the conversation now. One year, six million dollars. All right. Let's get Stevie Cohen on that. How about that? Let's get this guy. You got here, a Jerry. guy batting fo- this is the goofiness of baseball. Francisco Lindor is batting two ten and he's making twenty eight million dollars a year. This guy's a batting champion, batting 401 this year on a one-year contract worth $6 million. This, though, we so don't, stupid. We don't appreciate batting average, Jerry. Darn they it. want nothing but home runs in how this about, league. How is that possible? And that well, was arbitration. I would try to get him right now. I'd have Steve Cohen call the Marlins today. You're telling me 
a batting champion had to go to arbitration to get six million dollars, yes. and you got guys who can't hit their weight. Well, didn't Jeff McNeil get a weird? He, he took a weird deal too. I remember. You might be right. Like it wasn't a huge deal with the Mets after he won the batting title. This Man, is unbelievable. Wow. Singles. Well, hitters. so the first thing that comes in, so McNeil signed four years, fifty million, oh, okay. and what they're saying is that his deal should be the framework for a rise. Wow. Yeah. I got to see if that changed. We'll check that during the break. I say get him here well, right now, Megatonis. We'll have that in. <laughs> when we, the Marlins are better than the Mets. What? <laughs> yeah, how about that? Quick break. We'll come right back. Right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the PGA and Live. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, real quick, a little trivia for you, a little multiple choice. Right. Do you want player A batting 210, making $34.1 million a year? Do you want player B making $35.3 million a year, batting 208? Or do you want player C batting 401 and making $6 million a year? I want the 400 hitter, Jerry. Why is the Why did the Twins trade the batting champion who know. was only making $2 million last year and only got $6 million in arbitration and they had a middle infielder for $35 million who's batting 208. People don't like singles hitters. What the hell? We love the With long singles ball. singles hitters batting 401. We love a He's long ball. He's making no money. We'd rather have a dude strike out a ton, hit great. a couple balls a mile long. You got a long ball last night from Lindor. How, yeah. What'd that do for you? That didn't do great. Yeah. The chicks love the long ball. Yes. They lost. They, they lost. the long ball. He's batting 401. I know. Dude, the best part is the Marlins get him in February. They go to arbitration. We want to pay him $5 million. He's not good enough for $6 million. Is and that what they tried to do? That's what they wanted. That was arbitration. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.